Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And on today's show, we have Kate DeAngelis. Hey, Kate. Hi, Kate. Hi, guys. (laughs) Stoked to be here. Yes, thank you for joining us. listeners who may not know who you are and what you got going on a background on yourself and how you got into photography yeah for sure um i'm kate i feel like got a background of how i got into photography i feel like (laughs) i'm sure everybody's like oh lord um (laughs) for i've been taking photos for as long as i can remember not in a way that was like formal in any sense just Mm. to capture moments like in middle school and high school polaroid was huge so i was like begging for Polaroids for Christmas every year. Um, you know, I had like one of those walls covered in Polaroids uh-huh. yes. in my room. <laughs> um, so I, w- I feel like I was always taking photos and then um, like interested in capturing memories more so than mm. feeling like I'm this creative person. With time, like I got interested in learning more about it. All of my friends had taken photography in high school. So I took a photography class and I wasn't like super into high school. (laughs) I like barely, barely graduated, like one of the bad kids. Um, (laughs) so, so I was, I took a photography class, maybe like junior or senior year. And the teacher was hella lazy and wanted like a bunch of TAs to do his job for him. Uh, So my first photography class, he was like, who else wants to be a TA? And I volunteered. So I hadn't even learned like (laughs) anything about photography. And I was suddenly like the TA, like borderline grading people on stuff. It was just like, so, so funny to think back on. But so like to this day, I've really never taken a photography class because I was just the TA in that. So I never formed learned how to do what I'm doing. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I took one, I should say I took like a tintype class during quarantine, which was really amazing. It was like, I got to do a one-on-one class, but that's like all I've ever had formal learning. So yeah, that's like, it got my, it piqued my interest. um, And I was like, really interested in all of it, but not learning a ton about it. And then bought a few cameras here and there, digital film, kind of like goofed around, but nothing really stuck. And then I noticed like I was like really hyping all my other friends up that were photographers or creative in San Francisco. Like many years later, I was living with artists and I like consider myself a pretty creative person, but it was, I wasn't like feeding it in any way. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, so I bought my ex uh, a film camera who at the time was shooting like a ton of digital and I was like, oh, you should try this out like a birthday gift. And then I was on a bus home from where he lived going to San Francisco and I was breaking up with him because (gasps) of 
And I was like, why, why do I, like, why am I kind of supporting and amping all these people up? And like, I, you know, I bought that camera. I was like, I should do this. Like, I should try and see if I'm good. Like, what the hell? So I bought, like, on the bus back, I went on eBay and bought, like, a little Nikon and just had knew nothing about it. And then I was living in San Francisco, like I said. So I just started taking photos of my friends and, like, my commute on the train, really just self-teaching myself. Like, I didn't Mm. even – I didn't know what anything meant. Like, I didn't – I was like, oh, if I increase these numbers, I can capture motion. Like, I totally didn't know – what I was doing. I just like was really enjoying myself. I wasn't involved in like social media, Mm. like on that front or anything. And like just fell in love with kind of playing around with it. I love like the idea of waiting and then getting those photos Uh back. Like I know we're so used to like such a, you know, immediate gratification. And I think I enjoyed that like aspect of it. So yeah, I fell in love. And then my partner... My then partner lived in the mission and they would do like low rider, like Salinas nights and like all oh, this. Cool. So I started just taking like tons of photos of cars. I grew up, my dad's a mechanic. So I grew up like around super old cars. And uh. then I, it was like I was connecting like all, like all these memories from being a kid with like this old camera and just like fell in love. Like I just, it started with like the camera and cars. And that's when I like, started posting my work and was like whoa other people are like really doing this and like into this stuff and like yeah so and that was really cool like my like everybody around me was like super supportive and like stoked that I was doing something for myself Mm -hmm. um that was creative and I like definitely felt like I came to life a bit more it's it's so so funny when when you like when you first said that thing about creativity about how you weren't feeding it that is such a like game changer like because you can be a creative person but if you're not like feeding it Mm -hmm. it's like it's such a different experience you know yeah you I just learned how much of myself was like suppressed Uh in that way like right and how much I like needed that as an outlet wow um yeah Uh so yeah it's really cool that's awesome what kind of camera was it that you got him um like a nikromat ftn or something okay i think like which i shot with for a long time yeah and now i don't have anything special i have a nikon fm like i i don't i mean i have it is me too it's like the (laughs) best most reliable like i want five of them i want (laughs) yeah yeah I have other cameras, like, I was listening to your guys' podcast, and I heard, like, a lot of people saying the same thing, which was funny, like, just having a ton of these cameras that are just, you found at Goodwill, Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, um, I have a lot of those, and I have, like, a Bronica Zenza, and that camera's really amazing, and those are really the only two cameras that I use, because I'm comfortable with them, and I think that... When you're comfortable with your gear, like, I'm not a gearhead at all. I don't, like, geek out over that stuff. I just, like, to feel really good 
having it in my hands and like kind of ready to go at any moment. You said something earlier when you were saying about how you were taking photos with the camera and you didn't know anything about what the numbers meant or what the, (laughs) but it was just like, I I can remember that time for me too when, you know, when it kind of, before the big click and the social media. Yeah obsession and the this and that and you just get so wrapped up into it but that pre that pre-game you have is like one of the best feelings ever yeah i wish there was a way to bottle and sell that like that's (laughs) (laughs) you know it's so you're like in this state of like exploring it i i wish i could sell it too because i when i talk to a lot of people now that are getting started there and I like think it's so cool that there's so many tools and so many people to help mm-hmm. and YouTube and all this stuff. Like, but it's so cool just like self discovering oh, yeah. and, and having oh, yeah. no pressure, like putting no pressure on yourself. Like, I didn't do that for anyone else. Like, it was only for me. And that right. was like so cool. Yeah. Uh, man. I know. Feels like yesterday. Like, I'm just. <laughs> Same. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, this is like five years ago. Yeah, I think I'm at like eight really or nine. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. So where, how, how would you describe your style and like, where did it come from? Because I feel like it's oh very gosh. like, I know it's a tough question, but it's just so freaking cool. It is. It's, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It's tough to, it's tough to put a, yeah, I'm excited oh, to hear this. so nice. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's so funny. Like, I I know I have a style, but sometimes I still feel like I'm figuring it out. Mm. There's a really big mix of things. Like, there's how I grew up, where I write about this in every bio about myself, mm-hmm. just because both of my parents really impact, like, I feel like how I shoot. So, I grew mm. up in this, like, gritty, My it was, like, the middle of Arizona where my dad had the mechanic shop, and it was, like, super old, like, beat-up European cars, and I would, I mean, I would spend time, like, doing my homework in these cars while he was working Whoa. on it. Like, and then, yeah, and, that, like, he'd put me in the lift, I'd be, like, so stoked. But then... <laughs> But then I also, like, both my parents were working so hard, so they were, I spent a lot of time in their workplace as a kid. So my mom was a hairstylist, and so then I was around, like, all these, like, women and fabulous gay men and everybody just, like, glamour. And so I feel like that is a huge part of my style is that, like, there's this grit and this, like, nostalgic feeling from when I was younger. My parents were also, like, grew up in the 70s and were... And my family's all from New York. Like, I was born in New York. And so they went through, like, disco hardcore. And, like, like they were, like, at Studio 54. Like, my mom was, like, I remember when Madonna was singing and, like, she wasn't anyone. Like, it was just my parents, like, grew up telling a lot of stories about that. So I feel very connected to that time, like, as well. My take is a little more rock and roll than (laughs) disco. But, like, so, like... I feel like my photos became, like, came from that. So it would be hard to be like, my style is, you know, I guess, like, gritty with, like, some glamour. And then a lot of the 70s is, like, a huge part of my inspiration, like, for sure. Yeah, you definitely get, like, a nostalgic feeling looking at your photos. Yeah. Like, we were talking about it right before we hopped on here. And we always go to this thrift, it's like an antique thrift mall, and they have the biggest 
pile of old like 60s 70s and 80s playboys like i'm not looking at them as a creeper but that's just like when i look at your photos because i always just go and look through them i'm like maybe if something will jump out at well something will jump out at me but (laughs) you know like maybe (laughs) i just love those old ads like i could i feel like i could see your stuff in like those old ads and stuff that's that's so cool feeling i get from that thank you that's so nice thank you for putting such awesome work (laughs) yeah of course of course i have um like i pull i try to pull inspiration from people from the past especially like it's a huge focus of mine to not compare myself to other people it's like something i i genuinely think about Mm -hmm. every single day like how do i never like if some if something makes me feel that way i just don't go there right Um, right right. that's very because i like that helps keep my creative energy high as well like i don't feel burnt out as much as when i was looking at other people being like whoa like I don't achieve that. Like, now I don't look at that as much as, like, these people from past decades. Mm. I have, like, a 70s advertisement book. I have, like, I love a lot of musicians from back then. And, like, when you look at those photos... I don't know. They're not in a little square on Instagram. It's it's, It's like a real inspiration. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm looking at it being like... Oh, I'm nothing like that person. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. They're on Rolling Stone. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. at that level <laughs> yeah. yet. You know, yeah. like, it just, it feels more authentic to me. I mean, no doubt, like, I have friends that are creative that inspire me in so many other ways. I just try not to get photography, like, inspired for from photography of people on the internet. That's I don't know. actually really great advice. I feel yeah. like, yeah. A lot, like, a lot of people, like, I mean, we've all, I've, I've, like, unfollowed people just because i'm like i can't look at your work because it's like whatever whatever it's doing you know whether it's my creative process or like the jealousy thing we've talked about a million times before but like it's okay to do that it's okay to like read a book or get a photo book or like listen to an album or like go to like a cool coffee place that's retro like wherever else you can get inspiration i think that's also very important i think we forget about that a lot of times yeah for sure i think i focus more on my mindset than i do the composition of my photos yeah probably probably sounds weird but like i i definitely focus on like ego and so not only not to compare myself to others that might make me feel down but also don't compare myself to others and be Mm -hmm. like i'm better than that person like just try to take that out of and because i like really really want everyone to succeed like my hope is that like oh that's so sweet (laughs) well my hope is just that i can kill it so much so that like it makes people be like, oh, I can do that for a yes. living and be happy and sustain like a decent life and um, while being creative at the same time. Because I feel like I don't have a ton of role models. Yeah. Or if any that are doing that in their life. Right. Um, like I just hear a lot of people like compromising mm-hmm. who they are for mm. having a job to be creative, and I'm just like trying really hard to not do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it, yeah. if you could come to a place where you can like say no to the to the work that's like you know not gonna feed that creative or like go vibe with your style. I mean, that's a great place to be. Not everybody can be there. I mean, I I take jobs that I'm like I won't use these for anything, and that's okay. But if that can feed, you know, you have money now to do a creative shoot, like, you know, pros and cons, you weigh it all out. But if you're in the the space where you're known for that's what you do, I think that's the best place to be. Yeah, I mean, I worked for 12 years now in working toward 
money. I Mm -hmm. did a lot. Like I didn't, I barely graduated high school. I never finished college. And so I just worked my ass off to prove to people that I like could make money, that I was a really intelligent person. A lot of my life, like when the pandemic hit, I was like, whoa, I'm doing a lot of shit to like prove stuff to other people, which is so weird. And like trying to climb this ladder, like trying to make a certain amount and, like, be successful before 30. I mean, part of it was empowering, right? I'm, like, a woman and I'm, like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm getting to that six figure and, like, I felt, like, really proud of myself. But then once I got there, I was, like, this is pretty empty. I'm spending so much time (laughs) at work. Like, yeah. So I just quit, you know, my job of eight years and (laughs) (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) I literally like I they moved me to New York and I was on contract. And the day my contract was up, I quit. Wow. And uh, (laughs) pretty crazy. Like (laughs) I was just I also like I mean, from a reality standpoint, was like putting money aside because I knew I wanted to do that. You know what I mean? And so and I was working so much. I had all these vacation hours to cash out because I wasn't using them. Like, so I did have a cushion um, to do that. But when you do that, like, it just lights a fire under you because you're like, I mean, what's more motivating than being like, I'm leaving all of this behind. Right. Got to make something work, you know? Yeah. But I try not to put too much pressure on myself. And I do, I am down to turn away jobs that don't feel really good or even more so like if I feel like someone's values don't line up with me or um I don't vibe with a person like you know I don't want to really do the shit (laughs) right yeah Yeah, that that probably sounds crazy but it's been working out you know yeah and you and you gotta have boundaries yeah yeah you gotta (laughs) set limits man because it's so easy. I'm a yes man. I mean, yeah. I will. I, it's anybody. Hey, I'm moving on Saturday. You want to help me? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> no, but like, it, it's it's. Uh, that's one thing that I promised myself I would get better at. And just yeah. hearing your empowerment here, talking about all this stuff, I'm just Aww. like, oh yeah, I can do this. I can do <laughs> yeah. this. I mean, no, me a- no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can say no. I can say no. Yeah, I like. I definitely wake up and try to think about what I want, what energy oh. I want to attract me. I probably sound like a hippie, but no, I, think I love about, it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I just think about what I want to come to me. And, you know, I was like, I really want to shoot musicians. Like, music yes. inspires every shoot I do. And then it's like, musician, musician, musician emailing me. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. I, just, I just, you know, like I, like I said, I definitely really dive into my, like, my mindset and where I'm at. And the moment I stop comparing myself, the moment I stop just being like, I'm trying to pay my rent. <laughs> Like, yeah. the moment I, I just got rid of that stuff and was like, I'm going to create stuff and hopefully it inspires people to want to pay for it. Like, mm-hmm. it started working out. Like, it actually yeah. started working wow. for me. Where do where do a lot of your clients come from? Do you, do you get a lot of stuff through, like, your Instagram or through other connections you've already made? Yeah. So, funny enough, when I just – I never shot portraits till six months ago. That's so. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> When I decided, I was like, if I'm going to do this for a job, I can't just, like, sell prints. Like, I probably need to be, like, a service. So, um, I decided I was going to try out portraits, and if it didn't go well, like, 
no big deal, but I should just yeah. try. And so I actually went on Tinder, which my partner was like, go for it. Like, put that you're, you know, in a relationship and not looking to date. But I went on Tinder and I'm queer. So it was just like all queer people. And my bio was just kind of like, I want to take people's portraits. Like, Whoa, that's so you know, cool. if you're down to do that, let me know. And people in Portland are like very good looking and queer everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, what? I didn't know that, <laughs> right? The person you have a photo of is like so freaking cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. what? <laughs> um, so I did, f- I told myself I'd do five free shoots and invest the money into that and see how I did. So I started off doing shoots like that. Like the first three I think I did were outside. And then I set up like a makeshift studio in my living room. Yes. Um, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so funny to look back on. Um, and yeah, then I did those five shoots and somebody, I asked for feedback from all of them. Like, how was it to work with oh, me? Cool. How did you feel about the photos when you saw them? Um like, just all of these things. I also told all of them, like, this is what I'm, I am I want to do for a living. So, if people reach out and want to know who shot you, like, I will be charging in the future. Yeah, I was just, yeah. like, really transparent with Smart, people. yeah. And, like, building relationships with them. And then someone I photographed, you know, gave me the feedback and was like, I've never felt more seen in my gender and, like, wow. who I am. And fi- I was like, okay. Okay, yeah. like, I started believing in myself once it was, like, the emotional component was there, too. Like, right. once people were stoked and were felt really good about themselves in the photo. So then I started just kind of throwing it up on Instagram, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I did – I posted a photo of myself and just said I'm now going to be, like, a photographer for yes. work. <laughs> and everybody was super supportive, and I immediately had – like a few people reach out and then it, it seemed to be rolling word of mouth. And now yeah. occasionally I um, will throw up on my story or something that I'm looking to do shoots and I'll write like, you know, I want to shoot a drag queen or I want to shoot a yeah. musician or yeah. I'll write something like that to try to like manifest those clients to come to me as well but the next step is like being a little more proactive so i've i've been working on like a zine portfolio a digital one to send to record labels because i want to shoot bands but for right now it's kind of being like it feels very natural and like who's coming to me and um for the most part it's been people who I'm also, like, so down to shoot. So, it's been cool, yeah. So, are you all film now, or do you mix... Yeah, cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only film. Um, I don't even own a digital camera. Your Instagram handle is, like, a tell, but I was like, maybe I'll just double check. (laughs) You know what's funny? I did a consultation for the the brand that I worked for prior, which is Mm -hmm. funny. I did a consultation... And I was like, you know, I only shoot film, right? And he was like, like, only film? Yeah, you're like, like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I really don't – I'm not at the point, like, maybe I'll get a digital camera if there was this insane, like – I don't know. I need to shoot, like, a band playing. I don't know. Right, right, but, right. Yeah. But right now, I'm just at the point where, like, I really want to honor my own work. And I don't want to just, like, switch over just because. Like, right. Yeah. I just, I'm, like, staying far away from that. I just don't want to hold a shutter down and have, like, a thousand photos to come through. Like, it's so not my vibe. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, 
I don't know. Did I tell this story on the show already? I might have. I was on a Let's job where I, I just, it was a new camera and I shot way too many photos and I felt really <laughs> bad about it after. I was like, this is why I, I like film so that I don't have to run yep. into this problem where yeah. I hand over like a hundred gigs of whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like every aspect of shooting film. Even my, like in the beginning, I would just get so excited. I would take a lot of photos and my partner would be like, you're not breathing. Like I can see that you're not breathing. And so now I like breathe out and hit the shutter and I take my time and, you know, I communicate with like clients that I might have. Like it's a little bit different. Um, You know, I'm not just firing off and I can't show you what you look like either, but there's kind of this aspect, it just feels good doing that. Like, I not showing them what they look like and letting them kind of be themselves yeah. and be, like, yeah. free in that way. It does, like, I feel like take everybody's mind off of it, you know? If, if, totally. Because I've, you know, shot headshots and things where, can I see? Can I see? Can I see? It's like, this is wasting too much. Like, let's just <laughs> yeah. buy. Let's, let's, like, do the thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I had a like an engagement session with a photographer when we got married and, and she didn't like, I didn't ask cause I didn't, I knew I didn't want to see. I was just trusting her, but I'm sure clients <laughs> ask her like, can I see? And I don't sure think, I, I think she would have been like, no, like you'll see at the end or you'll see when I hand yeah. over. But yeah, film, you're like, nope, sorry. Can't, you, like, <laughs> I can't show I can you about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've like occasionally, I've dealt with a lot of people who don't feel comfortable, but really want to have their photos taken. And so I, I seriously have like a list of things I try. Like, yeah, I, I have them put on their own music. Yeah. Like I bring oh, a speaker. Smart. I like, I, I've had someone where I put a mirror in the back of my studio so they could see themselves because like yeah. some people do need that. Um, but that didn't really interrupt me in terms of photography or, you know, like I've had someone read a poem they like wrote and then put it down and photograph their emotions. Like, so I've tried really hard to get people comfortable. I don't like having my photo taken at all. So like, I'm right there with you. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I feel like I can't relax enough to be seen. Like when I look at it, I'm like, that's not how I feel. Right. 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 So I think because of that, I try really hard to make sure I capture like who someone is. Cause I never, I mean, me and my partner are getting married, so I'm going to have to like, I'm going to have to have my photo taken. (laughs) Yep. Um and that sounds like a nightmare to yeah. me, but oh, yeah, we'll man. see. Does your partner shoot at all, or just no. kind of no? Cool, cool. No, my just partner curious. they do like film work in terms of they went to school for film, mm. oh, um, okay. and so that's like more so of a hobby of theirs. They're a writer, so it's like ah, cool. it's kind of the the opposite side of things. But I'd love for us to make a book together someday because yeah. I'm like. I'm a photographer and you're a writer. It's perfect. Like, what? <laughs> we should oh. be doing this. Yeah. Do like some like crazy concept ideas. Yeah, I actually have a project I want to do. I should say it on here because yeah, I kind of need Yeah, throw it help. out there. Throw yep. it out there. Yeah. So <laughs> I, from like a young age, it's kind of weird, but I've always vibed with like the elderly population. Like I just like, I really like people who have life experience. So yeah. I want to do a, like, elderly queer series um, where I would, like, I mean, I would be down to, like, travel to people, maybe not too far, but take photos of them in their home and have my partner interview them and just hear, because 
people have been through so much to get to the point where I can even say like they or them and you understand, yep. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone through so much to get to the point where these type of conversations are on the table. And we're also at that point where a lot of people who have lived through this like, I just terrible got side I just of got it. Ah! Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Uh. Um, but people who have lived through the hard parts of it are are getting really fucking old at this point. And right. I'm like, I need to get them. Yes. I need to get their photos. I need to get their stories, like, into a book. Um, And it's been really hard to find these folks. Like, I don't... I haven't gone full into it yet. Yeah. Um, and I want like, to, like... a casting call or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I probably will go to, like, community centers and certain yeah. things like that. But if anybody that's listening has, like, a family member or somebody that would really be stoked to share their story like send me a message yes. connect huge. me to them i, I would be yeah. like so excited i'm already like yeah. picturing this body of work from you like <laughs> in my mind i could like see it so yes listeners yes. put the word out <laughs> please yeah for sure so you mentioned you mentioned you have a studio is that something that are you like renting a space or what's um, that like <laughs> No, kind of we have, still? no, we have, um, we, when we moved from Brooklyn to Portland, we now renting a house. It's like a tiny house. Um, it's like one bedroom and like a front room, the room I'm in right now. Yeah. But the draw toward it was that the background, the backyard has two sheds. It's almost like yes. one really small one. And then one is like a garage and oh, it was just okay. filled with our landlord stuff. And so when we moved in, you know, I was like, can we move some of your stuff and put it in the basement? Yeah. She was like, no problem. So we actually planned to do like the little one. I was like, I want to make it a dark room. When my yes. partner was like, I'm going to make a tiki bar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. They're bummed. I took over the bar. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but so, um, yeah, I just ended up realizing like that the, um, development and scanning part of photography wasn't something that like got me fired up and exciting. And that's okay. Like, yeah. For a while, I thought I needed to do it because everybody right. that I like respected was doing it. But yeah, so I wanted to be, spend more time being creative and the makeshift studio in our living room wasn't really working. So yeah. I cleared out the whole garage and now it's like a full studio in there. Cool. Um, pretty crazy. Yeah. So I'm just like coming to my backyard yeah. and I, <laughs> I think it makes it more personal too for people, um, to be in my like space, you know, right. they like if I'm comfortable enough, which I am a little bit cautious about that, but you know, we can, pick out clothes in my home. They can use my restroom right, right, and then they right. can come into the studio and um, it just feels really personal. I don't know if I'll always want it this way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, might, yeah, 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 I yeah. might want to separate right. a little bit and get my own studio, but for right now, financially, like also it's just, it's very good <laughs> to be doing this. Has your landlord been back? Has she, have, have they seen the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we're like, whoa, She's not seen it, um, so I don't That's know, funny. like, if it would, if she would be happy about it, but, um... Just be like, I'll take your portrait for free, come on over, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know what, I also feel like, like, once we stop renting and we want to purchase or we want to move somewhere else, like, I would send her photos of it, because I think that the, 
that's a selling point. Oh, for like sure. Like, if yeah. you told oh, someone definitely. that they were going to rent a house with, like, studio, a, sp- yeah. a creative space in the backyard, like, I think a lot more people would want to live here. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Those are great. Like, the first place I lived at when I when I first moved to the Nashville area had it was a it was kind of like a community house it was this elderly woman it was such a weird situation it was an elderly (laughs) woman that rented to younger men and they would we would go get her groceries and like just like weird stuff you know what I mean but it was it was, (laughs) it was great though because she had this whole other like living room with extra rooms like the house was divided into all these kind of little apartment areas and nobody was renting the one half and i was like hey i do photography and i was wondering if i could use she's like it's yours and i'm like do you want me to pay any extra she's like five bucks so i I turned it into like a whole the whole thing you know just like you i like made it into a full studio and was just doing portraits like every day everybody was like so cool we yeah. gotta get over to Tim and get our picture taken before he like blows up and charges us a million dollars. And I'm just like, it's never gonna be like that. But thank you guys. Thank you. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> but having a creative space like that, like a couple, I mean, it can be a blessing or a curse. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's either it's yeah. like, oh, there's work five minutes from home, or there's work like anytime right. you want. It could be right. three in the morning, and you're like, oh man, let's do this. Like, yeah. I, it's pretty cool totally. to have a space like that by by your your house or home or room or whatever. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's weird to get used to working like a lot yeah. from home. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> I know you have to like motivate yourself in different ways. Oh yeah, totally. I've never experienced that before. I think everybody. I mean, obviously quarantine. Right. <laughs> like Duh. we all kind of we all had to learn how to self motivate, which is cool. It's a good skill, you know. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like some people are built that way. Like my husband, he's a he's a voiceover actor, and he's like, "That's we could record now." They like a lot of their recording has happened like it's like via Zoom like and remote, everything, yeah, yeah remotely. Yeah. Thank you. And he's just like totally cool with that. And I'm like, I gotta go. To, I gotta go to a coffee shop. I gotta get out of here. I gotta. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. be here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I can relate to that. Like sometimes I definitely need to like break away. Yeah. Even if I just like go on a drive or right. something. Yeah. Man. I feel like there's just like so many things I wanted to chat with you about. I mean, your work, like I mentioned before, is so like, I don't know, specific and eclectic. Do you have, do you find yourself kind of having to explain that your style to your clients or do they come in already knowing this is the vibe? They get it. Yeah. 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 Most people have seen my Instagram, I feel like prior or my website kind of like kind of get the vibe but um when people reach out you know the first question's always like what are your rates like that's what they want yes. to mm-hmm. discuss um and I'm I ask them to get on a a video call or a phone call with me um because it's really important that we like start building a relationship fast yeah, yeah. because I'm not the type of photographer that's like come sit down and I'll snap your photo while you're right. sitting here like I want it to be really highly involved. So I'll start that process and talk with them, get to know them a little bit. And then I just let them talk. I'm like, what are you looking for? And I just let them go, go, go. And, you know, when they finish, then I can be like, okay, this is what I do that would fit what you're looking for. Cool. And, um, or I would say like, maybe i mean i haven't really said this much at all but i've said like i am not what you're looking for right if you want i had someone ask for like 80 images and i was like listen this is 
This yeah. is like, I can't, I don't even want to be able to create that much content. Right. It wouldn't be my best work if it was. Uh, and so just I just like, <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm not so sure if they knew like yeah, the reality yeah. of it, right? But um, so I've had to like walk people through that. And then I always tell them like you, your, you know, what you're paying for is that I pull inspiration. We have we go back and forth. Right. Like, I'm working before I'm working with you. Um, I currently, like, most of – except for, I think, two of my shoots, like, I've done all the styling on. I do um, – like, I've set up all the sets. I provide the props. Like, I – you know, it's all me doing it. So, right, yeah, um, yeah. but I like – right now, I like it that way. I would I'd love to have a team – but right, um, right, I'm, right, wa- right. I'm just walking them through this. Like, I'm like, this is what it looks like. And I can send you nine photos of inspiration. And I would like for you to say what totally isn't your vibe and what is. And then oh, I'm going to provide you more. Yeah. I've even like, I've printed out photos of poses and like taped them to the ground in front of the studio. Hey, just in case you feel uncomfortable, like these poses kind of give the energy that you said you like wanted Um, interesting so i'm like really really involved and i would rather do less shoots more involved than more shoots just easier like quick money i guess like i like i want people i'm also looking like when i video them or phone call like how invested are you in this like do you just want a few headshots or are you kind of about this the same way i am so right now i'm really just focused on i really only shoot other creative people which is so cool like it just adds the dynamic because they're also, we're like geeking out about right, the show. right, right, right. You're so, in the same mindset, yeah, yeah. So for the most part, I feel like they're involved. I'm involved. No one's like been way off base the day yeah. of the shoot. Right, you know? right, right, right. Like, yeah, that's, and that's cool. Th- yeah, that's really cool because I, I mean, I've said it eight trillion times on this show that I'm just not like a paid working photographer. That's never been my shtick, but I do have a lot of great memories of shooting portraits with people. And it was, you know, doing a couple senior portrait shoots or I did a couple engagement shoots. I even shot a wedding by myself one time and like just stuff like that. And it's, I wish I would have had this conversation almost like I'm glad this was recorded and going to be out there for people that are trying to break into stuff like that because it would things would have gone so smooth if we would have just kind of got to know each other a little bit and just like yeah Yeah. just been like oh man you're into that too that's awesome let's use that like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it be I I was just I mean plus I was just getting into this stuff so I was just happy to be doing anything you know like oh okay but we we were joking about I forget what episode it was about just getting models to pose to have a cheat sheet on the floor would would have been amazing in those times (laughs) where I'm like where it's like oh yeah you have to tell people to do things like I'm standing with the camera to a person who's not a model right you know and i'm like okay now i i don't know i don't know what to tell you to do yeah. <laughs> turn your head this way yeah. <laughs> put, your chin, put your chin down yeah i <laughs> if, when you have a relationship too you can be like oh this looks like hella awkward like we gotta yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to yeah. switch we have to switch it up and they're like oh okay instead of being like oh god i'm like not doing well i'm like no like this is just like not the vibe you want right, like we right. just need to like let's start over and um i talk with people a lot during the shoot like i said i have them put on like their own music and yeah, that's yeah. really 
I mean, I think music is so comforting, so that helps too. Yeah, definitely. But I was, I mean, I was so awkward at first. Like, <laughs> put your right hand on your, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah, just yeah. like, oh gosh, so cringy. Yep. Oh man. Uh, so since you you know, film is like a stylistic choice for you. What are some of your favorite film stocks? You know, like what I love versus what I use often are actually like kind of different, oh, which is funny. Like I always use like Color Plus 200 oh, I Color and Plus. I that, yep. yeah. that's my, like I'm enjoying myself and I'm out shooting cars or just snapping stuff. Um, but for my shoots, like I was just so, I don't know, it's so scary when someone's paying you and you're yeah. shooting film and you can't, you can't be as experimental, I feel like, with right. the film. So I shoot Portra 400 pretty much exclusively unless someone requests black and white or if they're down to like mess with something funky. Like I did like the, I can't remember what it's called, but the purple Lomo. Oh, Lomochrome? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. On one shoe because she was like super down and I was like, and I'm pretty honest, I'm like, these could be, yeah. you know, <laughs> not awesome. I think I only liked like four of those photos yeah. of the whole role. So... But it was just, if people are down to experiment with it, um, I will. But for the most part, I like to be a little bit more reliable because I feel like film can be so unreliable. Right. So, yeah, I use Portra 400. I like, I know it's so so expensive, but I'm like, these are the shoots that people are also investing money in. So I want to like bring the best I can. Right. Cool. Yeah, I get that though. I can I can see those color those colors yeah. of the portrait and and just like you said about color plus two hundred like as just like a run and run around having fun film that film is gorgeous like yeah. it yeah. is it finally caught on too. I mean the price went up. Well, price of film just went crazy yeah, yeah, in the yeah. last couple of years yeah. anyway. But like it, I remember that that film you used to be able to get it for like under four dollars sometimes, <laughs> and now it, yeah. It, thankfully, I stocked up. I have a bunch of it back there. <laughs> I know I need to get on all these people who. Have- have like fit fridges full of film like i'm uh, i'm so <laughs> i'm so not on that level like um that's a that means you're shooting a, which yeah, is yeah which exactly. is exactly yeah <laughs> it's actually i want to get on your level actually yeah yeah oh, i want to be God. like oh man i need to order film yeah, i can't tell you the last low. time i needed to order <laughs> film oh that's funny i never thought of it like that but yeah. i guess so it would be it would be good to have like a lot of extras on hand but i do kind of try to limit you know in the beginning I remember like just blowing through film because I just wasn't sure Mm. if I was any good and so now I I do try to limit my shots and um I don't snap it if I if I look through and I'm not like stoked on it I don't really take it that's good yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. there's really no point yeah I mean each each frames you know important at this point so yeah I love that so true. How many times I've like lifted up to my eye and been like, nope. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> not, not for you. That's not happening. Yeah, totally. So funny. We'll be right back with a listener question for Kate right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at Polaroid.com. Just wanted to pop in here real quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only Develop and Hang Nights. Now, this is a Patreon-only exclusive. They're a ton of fun. We've done a bunch already. It's just a group of us. We get together. We hang out. We develop film. We talk shop. We laugh. It's just a really good time. And Patreon is the best way to help support the show. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Thanks, guys. 
All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Martin Anderizen. And they ask, since your style is very vintage looking, what would be the best vintage lens slash camera? If you can answer that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like there isn't one. I don't think that you can get, I guess, the results that like I go for through picking a certain camera um, or picking a certain lens per se. I know that there are like really cool filters that can add to the effect like prism effects i think they had like a dream filter i used i've only used it one time um and it had like an immediate effect i feel like if you're going for that kind of style more long term you have to look at every aspect so um the people that you're shooting what are they wearing um you know what's your subject so if you're shooting um you know, a car, like, obviously it's going to look like a bit vintage. Um, if it's an old car, like it just, right, right. the the lighting that you use or your location can play a really big part of that. But it's all, it's like, it's kind of a combination of so many things that right. I think make up a photo that makes you feel nostalgic. I don't think it's any camera um, right. necessarily, which it would be so much easier to be right? like, it, because I'm also... <laughs> Yeah, I'm also, like, not gatekeepy. Like, if I could yeah. tell you, like, do A, B, C, and yeah. G, and yeah. your photos yeah. will look like that, I'm so down to tell you because we all have different eyes. So right. I'm not, like, worried someone would imitate me in any way. I'm like, do it. But it's just, like, really <laughs> lining up all of those things. Um, That kind of creates the whole vibe. Maybe, like, you know, you can get a film stock you know if you like warmth obviously you get a warmer film stock if you if you you know are finding that your photographs are coming out like high contrast you know lower the contrast i don't like there's like little things that you can do to make something not look so so current but definitely not the camera you buy i feel like i don't know if you guys would would you guys agree i feel like i I just hear you saying that and you know just like you touched on previously when you were saying that you shoot an icon fm and you have a baronica too or baronica is that how you say it baronica Mm -hmm. yeah yeah somebody made fun of me then said i said it wrong so now i'm always like self-conscious every time i say it but anyway i think you're good it's it's i mean it's a prime example like they're asking you how you get your vintage look with and you're like man dude i just shoot these two cameras and it's right you know it it all comes to style and you know if you want a vintage look you throw like a 70s car in the background with some like you know it's yeah yeah for sure yeah i mean i mean using like a really crisp lens probably wouldn't help with the mm-hmm. vintage right, look. Right, so right. I guess get a shitty camera. I don't know. That get might a plastic help. lens. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> No, that's so a great funny. answer. Yeah, it's I a good answer because I think a lot of times, you know, we get caught up in the gear aspect. Like, what's mm-hmm. what's the gear that makes the photo look like this? It's like more, way more than that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I like um, creative direction a lot. So, um, that goes into my photography and oh, like totally. how how people feel and like all those things. So it's probably not like, I don't know. I'm sure there's a a bunch of different people that listen to your podcast. I know that a lot of people online have so much knowledge in gear. Mm -hmm. I definitely lack that. And I don't feel like you have to have it to be 
successful. I agree. Yep. If you're making good work, you're making good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for that answer. That was a great question. Yeah. Of course. Um, we have obviously more questions for you now. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a, a tough question. This question is, if you could shoot one camera for the rest of your life, if you're going, you got lost in a desert island, what would it be and why? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a boring answer. I mean, the camera I shoot, my Nikon FM, just because like- Woo! Yeah, it's it's mine. Like I've yeah, I've shot with it for long enough. It's like all reliable. Like that yep. thing, just like you know, it it hasn't done me wrong. It's kind of lightweight, mm. which I've I've had cameras that are a bit heavier, and I like having something lightweight that I can just bring everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's all it's also a brick at the same time. Like I'm not a gentle gal. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so having something that's like yeah, and I I also love. That it's manual in every way. Like I've oh cool yeah. I just got my first point and shoot just to have fun. Like I have a camera that like you know I'm reuniting with my friends after quarantine, yeah. so I want to have something I don't that's like mindless. But yeah. um, I like that I can control like every aspect of my shot. What point shoot did you get? Oh my gosh, I wish I had it here. I don't even know. It's like a Samsung. I got it from Sarah, but she started selling point and shoots. It's called Roll Roulette and she tests out all of them prior, which is impossible if you're getting something off eBay. Right, right. So... I didn't even have an interest in any specific camera, but I saw the photos and I was like, whoa, that's just, yep. it looks great and just bought it. Like I didn't do any research. Like I just saw her results and she had a bunch of photos up. So I picked the camera where I was like, oh, that looks that looks great. Like I it love looks, that it's name. Such high quality. Roll roulette. That is yeah, so yeah. cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. So yeah. part part two of this question. Do you want to do it, Timothy? She asked her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we 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 call it the white whale. Is there is there a camera? I mean, we know we know you're you're dedicated to the FM. But <laughs> yeah. is there yeah. <laughs> like, we get it, we get it, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything out there that you've like always wanted to have and you just hadn't had a chance to shoot or own or it's the one you're lusting after, the white whale? <sighs> I mean a Hasselblad in general is like, Ooh. oh, yeah. wow. Like, what? Like, you know, who wouldn't um, mm-hmm. who wouldn't want that camera? Right. I know. If, if money wasn't a thing, right? Like, I would have that camera. Um, I also really enjoyed, I think I told you guys earlier, I took that tintype class. Yeah. And oh, was so, so into it. I mean, so many steps go into it in terms of developing and all of that stuff. But... Yeah, large format um, definitely, mm. like, piques my interest. Ooh, I'm cool. not sure when I'll be ready for it, but that, I think that that will eventually become part of my work. Like, I would I would love to do that. I could totally see those two blending together, yeah. your work and large format. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. The social aspect of it seems really cool, too. Like, you're spending mm-hmm. all this time with someone to take, like, this one, one. image. Right. And, yeah. you know, I see people that get together on, like, you know, like, other photographers that get together and photograph each other um, like that. And, yeah, it just looks like so much fun and such, like, a slow process, yeah. which I'm, like, my brain is, like, 50 miles per hour. Yeah. So, having... <laughs> You know, like having something that just slows me the fuck down sounds uh-huh. great. Yeah, uh. that, 
large format, I just recently got into it and I can attest to that. It does slow you down for sure. There's yeah. like so many steps and I'm, I'm always like, did I did I do that step? Like, I'm like, open the lens, close the lens, do this, do that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, a wor- it's, it's a mental gymnastics. Seriously. Yeah. But do you like it? it? I do, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting into it. Um, my cousin's cool. in town. Uh, she's 21, and I'm like, I should get like a really rad portrait of her. Like on you the should, yeah. you should, yeah, definitely. So, before she goes, I have till Tuesday to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> Triple, I think you're so cool. She's yeah. Like, yeah. wow, yeah. <laughs> you're the coolest person like, I ever that's met. That's a camera. What the heck? Yeah, for sure. Man, you should use Chris. Use that. Use that fifty new fifty five film I sent oh, you. Yeah. Take a shot with that because you can develop the negative too. Yeah, we'll have to like get on so a, a cool. call before I like. Yeah. Bust yeah. that out because I'm like I don't want to mess this up. Oh my god, I can't wait to see. You'll, you'll, do, you'll do great. Just like follow your intuition. Yes. I'm yeah, sure it'll be great. I'm, I'm inspired now. That's awesome. Cool. Well, Kate, this has been amazing. Like I said, I'm already inspired. You're like this oh whole, my gosh, this, like, thank you. You've really like at least given me like a different mindset of like how to go about a shoot, which I think is really For valuable. Sure. Yeah. So thank you. Wow, thank you. Yeah, so much. Yeah. Where can everybody check out your all your stuff? Where are you at? Instagram, all that. I'm just, I'm only on Instagram, which I'm told that Twitter is a thing I need to get yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't done it yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm not ready for it yet. But yeah, um, uh-huh. film by Kate underscore is my Instagram. My name's spelled a little different, so it's K-A-I-T. And then filmbykate.com is my website. That's really all I got. Amazing. Sweet. Timothy, yeah. where are you? Guys, you can head over to Instagram. It's at Timothy Makeups. I also have some order film photography videos on YouTube. You can still watch. Easiest way to find those. Go to the search bar, type in Timothy Makeups. That's going to be it for me. Chris, where are you? So I am Chris B. Photo on all the things, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. And we have a Facebook group you can join and share photos and all that stuff. So that's it. Awesome. Yay! <laughs> cool! Kate, this was the best thank you thank you thank you uh, yeah thanks for having me so <laughs> fun awesome all right guys we'll see you in the next one Bye. First off, Chris and I would like to thank Kate for coming on the show. Kate, it was great getting to talk shop with you and and laugh and just have a great time. Your story is very interesting and we definitely think you're doing amazing work out there and we can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Thanks, Kate. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. For even a buck, you can get the show two days early. We release it on Wednesday. You get it on Monday. We also have our develop and hangs. We're going to be doing some other patreon only exclusive stuff and chris and i are going to be doing solo shows so if that sounds like something you're interested in head over to patreon.com analog talk and for the patrons that already help support the show you guys are amazing and we do not know what we would do without you you're you're literally the best we love you and patreon is the best way to help support the show so if that sounds like you're something you're interested in head over to patreon.com analog talk that's going to be it for this week's episode guys we hope you're having a good time we hope you're out there shooting and we will see you next week with an all-new episode later guys
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.